Hello and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. We're three childhood best friends who'll be discussing everything life has had to throw at us and all the lessons that we've learned in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you've enjoyed this episode, please click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget the five-star review. Yes. Yes, please keep them coming. Absolutely. It really helps the podcast to reach new audiences. So if you have enjoyed it, just give us a nice little review and a little star rating and that will help us to reach other people. Hello, girlies. Very aeroplane voice. Love it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Your emergency exits are in front, to the left and behind. (laughs) Please remember to put your mask on before helping others. Yeah. <laughs> we have someone with a nut allergy today, so please put your Snickers bars away. Honestly, right? I know, I know that nut allergies must be the worst thing in the world. But there was one plane journey that I did, and I'd bought this Snickers bar, and I was so excited about it. I was so hungry, and I thought, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to have a cup of tea, I'm going to eat my Snickers bar. The first thing, ding, ding, ding. Hello, we have someone with a nut allergy. I wanted to scream and then I thought can I do it can I sneak in can I go to the toilet and eat my Snickers anyway I decided best to avoid it altogether but oh my god oh, sad I'm so time. glad you did not eat it because no, my I best wasn't. friend I has got a nut allergy and like no joke we were in a car I know a car's a bit different from an aeroplane but anyway we was in a car and she's got a severe peanut allergy and the girl on the back seat started eating peanuts she was sitting in the front and I was thinking do I say something do I say something and then I was like no she would say something if it was that much of an issue anyway we stopped we got out and she was like she was eating peanuts wasn't she and I was like yes and she's like I could feel my lips start to tingle in the front and I was like oh my god but I've spoke about this before. American Airlines, you are crap. We told you we had someone with a nut allergy and you served pad thai with (gasps) peanuts to her and then told her to just not open the packet of peanuts. You are a disgrace. And the air hostess literally couldn't have given a fuck. And I was like, you just don't get it, do you? Like, you would have to reroute this whole plane because you just don't get it. So... They don't get give a shit. I had now. it before. No, <laughs> honestly, like air hosted, oh, obviously I'm massively generalizing, but I was on a flight once and they hadn't put my celiac request through. So they didn't have anything for me. So she was like, I can find you some fruit. I was on a 12 hour flight and I had like an orange segment and she was like, maybe the yogurt's fine, you know, and, but they did not give a shit. So ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. <laughs> It must so be so hard, hard to have an allergy. I mean, you take things for granted, but fuck me. Like, that is definitely something that, like, yeah, like, that it's so – food is just so important, obviously. And so much of life is based around food, isn't it? So if there's something that's yeah. restricted or you're, you're restricted by because of an allergy or an intolerance – that's, I mean, obviously things are changing massively. There's so much more options when it comes to people such as yourself, Elder, celiac in restaurants, such as um, uh, vegan restaurants or vegan options in restaurants. But actually, I say that and then I go places. And I, I always I always do have a little look now just because it's made me aware. I'm like, what options do you have? 
for <laughs> vegans what options do you have for people who don't eat gluten or don't eat dairy and sometimes it's always like a shitty option isn't it it's like yeah. chips or fucking mushrooms <laughs> like so the thing is though true. as well I think with like veganism and vegetarianism, I'm I'm not against it. I actually more vegetarian now than I ever have because I prefer it. But like at least with that, it's a choice. Like when it's an allergy, like yeah. you can go yeah. into some restaurants and you've got like 15 options for vegetarian or vegan, and there's literally nothing for somebody who's got a dairy allergy. Like yeah. I'm just yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh my goodness. If anyone's got an allergy, be well careful coming to Singapore because there you literally don't know oh what they God. put in your food. I had noodles the other day and um halfway through the dish the lady was like, "Are you allergic to shellfish?" And I was like, "No." And she's like, "Great, because I think there's probably some sort of shellfish in there." And I was like, "Okay." Oh like, God. <laughs> yes. mm. you know what? That's why I never went to because I was I wanted to go to Thailand years ago with a previous boyfriend of mine, and um and he was like, "No, I only eat street food because he was a cheap bastard." Um, but he was like, "You literally wouldn't survive there because like they won't really explain what's in it, and they'll just put anything in it, and." There could be soy sauce. There could be literally anything. But I would love to so much. But it's. Just I think mad. it's. I mean, pro- Thailand's probably one of the places that's getting better. I think you'd probably just have to be so careful with the street food, and especially yeah. here in Singapore, like they speak English, amazing English. Like it's it's one of their languages, um, alongside Singlish. But you just do not know what is in that, that food. what Singapore's um, language is called? Singlish. <gasps> yeah. No way. That's us. I thought yes. that was a hybrid between. Oh well, my god, I love it! Yeah, so it's like an informal language, but yeah, it's amazing when you yeah. hear them speak as well. It's really odd because you'll pick up on a few words and then you don't understand the rest of the sentence. And I'm like, oh god, I'm really confused now. But were you talking to me? Were you not? In your office, do most people speak English or Singlish? No, everyone speaks English, but there's a lot of uh, Malaysian people. So there's Chinese is spoken quite a lot. Yeah, but then you like there's German people in my office. So it's a real multicultural global yeah. office. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's so cool. Well, I've challenged myself, girls, over the next three weeks, I'm going to basically reduce my meat intake, not to become vegan necessarily, but I'm like, Sorry, I've just eaten a load of fucking dairy chocolate. So this is going really well, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> Easter egg. I'm trying to get the Easter egg finished before tomorrow so that I can start afresh. Uh, I saw I've, so I've, many people on Instagram being like, is anyone else binging today so they can start fresh tomorrow? Basically, that is what <laughs> I'm. Me. That's what my plan is. That is what I'm on. But I, I've got three weeks before the show goes on a run at the King's Head and I'm adamant that I'm going to feel my strongest and my fittest my healthiest so these next three weeks is like I'm not going to go too hard on myself but I really do just want to reduce the amount of meat that I eat and dairy products and animal products so like I'm gonna they're gonna be like a bit of a treat for me so like maybe meat at the weekends I don't know anyway Esme who's one of the wonderful actors on the uh the big O play with uh me she's just sent me like loads of brilliant cookbooks and like people to follow and Instagram accounts and stuff like that so um this time next week, girls, I will be dramatically meat-free 
<laughs> an animal product free and you can hold me accountable okay do you know what I there must be something in the water yeah there's no way that this is going to have happened chocolate <laughs> oh beer. my god no, oh, no. just Such. come on the zoom like chomping on a chicken wing all right girls <laughs> <laughs> i am doing it there must be something okay. in the water though because yesterday i did a uh workout a little home workout like obviously following a video yeah that's because things have taken a dramatic turn for the worst since i've been here there's so much sugar in everything without even realizing there's sugar in like oh my god everything so i was like everything is tight i need to do something and if i'm still going to socialize I need to move more. So, uh, yeah. yeah, Jade's going to be meat free and I'm going to be a fitness fanatic doing workouts every day, she says. <laughs> Girls, I'm doing fuck all. Life is hard enough right now. I'm not reducing my meat. I'm not working out. I'm just, in the words of Gemma Collins, I'm just being me. Yes, <laughs> Maybe girl, I'll try and stop swearing it. for next week. Maybe <gasps> That's a gr- I need to do that. Okay, don't do too many things. Okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, one at a time, one at a time. One at a time. Did we set New Year's resolutions on this podcast? I can't remember now. Oh, God. If we, if we did, I've completely failed at mine because I can't even remember what they were. Same. Um, but, oh, my God, maybe this is our Easter fresh and like start. Easter check-in, yeah. We, yeah. Oh, actually, me and Jade was talking earlier about like a fresh start and was it fresh starts? We were saying like, um, yeah, like a kick-starting yourself at this point with like Easter and at this point in the year. I feel like I could really do with that right now. I feel like I'm sort of coming out of the year and I want to attack the year because yeah, I haven't we... had a, a chance to. Well, you split the year into quarters, right? Just like the seasons, there's four seasons. We're coming out of winter. We're coming into spring. It's a new quarter. What does this quarter have in store for you? Spring is like new life, rejuvenation, rebirth, isn't it? You know, all, mm. the, all the little chicks in the farm and the little tadpoles in the water. It's like... Tadpoles, re- you could have gone with lambs. Tadpoles. <laughs> when life gives you tadpoles put them in the fucking tank and let them grow into little frogs i don't know (laughs) yeah just get get tad get tadpoling guys well that's one urban dictionary so from one urban dictionary to another (laughs) stevie's urban dictionaries we are going for stevie's word say by the way we were so good last week last week was so good when i I listened to it back i was like good girls i'm well done i'm telling you as i hear it if me and jade are out of sync when i'm hearing it it's in sync when we listen i know you said that was bollocks steve but i promise you well you're fucked for this week because you actually sounded in in sync oh, to me. God's sake. <laughs> Damn, do you know what I think it is? I think we purposefully like slow down and I don't Try think it helps. Each other. Do you yeah. know what we should probably do is just sing it in sync and at our normal pace. Are you ready, Elle? Yeah, okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Stevie's word of the week. <laughs> do you know what? It was actually better. That was better. Was it? perfect right we've smashed it only 17 episodes virtually and we've got it now oh god right over to you steve okay word this week is hobbledyhoy 
Oh, stop. Oh. That can't be a word. It's a proper word. Hobbledy hoy. Hobbledy hoy. I, I know what it is. <gasps> Do you really? Do you? No, of course I don't. <laughs> I think it is, right? Can I you just say, <laughs> sorry, when Jade says she knows what it is, we're like, yes, we can't wait to hear this. When you say I know what it is, we're like, do you? Do you actually? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I think hobbledy hoy is, you know, when you get dressed a, a bit quickly and you pull like your knickers up too quick and you give yourself a wedgie, I think hobbledy hoy is when you're like, Oh, I feel all hobbly hoy under there. Interesting. When everything is like stuck in the wrong place. That's <laughs> Life. what I reckon. Love <laughs> oh, girls. Do you know what I did the other day? I talking of being uncomfortable. Oh, the other day I, I must have got ready in the dark. I put my bra on. You know, and it's twisted in the middle. So you wear oh. it like right, but then in the middle it's twisted over. Oh my god! I realised halfway through the day, and I was like, "Do I change this in the toilet?" And oh, I didn't. No. But you know when you're like, for God's sake, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh no, Steve. You know what? I can't lie, I haven't worn a bra in months. Oh. I just oh, I'm like, so no, jealous. I, obviously I don't need one because me and my quadruple A's are just sitting pretty by themselves. But yeah, I haven't worn one in months. And then I was out for dinner with someone a bit older than myself. And the waitress basically didn't have, well, no, she did have a bra on, but it obviously wasn't padded and her nips were sticking through. Now for me, no problem. I'm all about that. And the lady that I was with said, she basically made a joke about this woman's nipples being out. And, you know, I just thought, oh my God, is this a thing? Like, did the older generation just think, what are all these trollops doing with their nips trollops. hanging out <laughs> well, i tried to think of like it? an older word it's interesting because actually when you watch like even friends like rachel the character of rachel but jennifer anderson yes. she had she had nips out on a regular there are loads of like loads of references to like women not wearing bras and being nipply and it being okay and sexy well or just like normalized but then all of a sudden it feels like 21st century and it's everyone needs to be fucking padded broad up and and cleavaged out so the top weird. but oh guys it's just fucking it's the constant it's the constant battle isn't it against societal norms to be like do you know what don't really want to wear an underwired bra that is really oh. fucking uncomfortable girls you say that now i'm currently wearing a bra and for the last 10 minutes i've been like i need to get this off i oh, am fully here <laughs> i can't be fucked now it's on but like i'm fully here burning bras like i'm done with i'm done Same. with underwired Same. bras i am gonna burn my motherfucking bras because i'm sick of them <laughs> Yeah, but girls, this is why I'm wearing a non-underwired bra right now. It's the most comfiest thing ever. And I'm so sorry, Nick. But you know what? I'm not here for sexy. I'm here for comfort. Fuck the patriarchy and fuck our men who want nice underwear. Tom's still saying, are you still wearing, what did he call them? The parachute knickers. Are you still wearing the parachute knickers? And I was like, yes. And I will be for the foreseeable future. I'm sorry. Back to hobbledy hoop. What is it? Anyway, hobbledy hoy. Hobbledy hoy. Hobbledy hoy. Okay, hobbledy hoy. I think hobbledy hoy is a um, hobbledy hoy. I think it's a gathering. I think it's an impromptu gathering of people. Okay. Oh. 
it's actually an insult. Oh, <laughs> imagine using that in the middle of an argument. So oh it God. means an awkward, ungainly youth. So me in Peter it, Hills. Oh, for goodness sake. No, uh, awkward. I was literally you. 10 foot tall. My legs were 10 foot tall when I was 10 years old. I was hobbling you. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ellie. Oh, God. Right, you. Steve, can you put that into a sentence? I want to know how I can call the next Karen that I see a hobbledehoy. Even though he was a nice boy, she thought he was a bit of a hobbledehoy and didn't want to go to prom with him. It's an archaic insult. There you go. Okay, um, there we go. Uh, well, thank you, Steve. That's oh. our challenge. challenge of the week is going to be to use that in a sentence. That would make me crack up. If someone called me a holdy hoy, I would die with laughter. Me too. <laughs> they're the ones that me stick too. with you, though. They are the ones that stick with you, the ones that make you laugh. And then I think, so oh, really? Am I, am I like that? Thank you, Stevie. Another <gasps> great word of the week. So this week is all about spice up your love life. Uh, Taking inspiration from uh, the one and only Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. Our old faves. Definitely. Spice up your life. Spice up your life. You didn't know the words at the I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm so embarrassed on. I'm so ashamed of myself. I really should do. Oh. I'll work on it for next week. Okay, so spicing up your love life. We've got some dilemmas. We're going to get straight into them because we're busy girls. We've got busy lives and we've got things to do, okay? Right. How on earth do you keep the spark alive in your relationship? I love my boyfriend dearly and we are very happy, but I'm very aware that we've become very, I hate to say it, lazy with each other. We are very happy, but with busy jobs, with long hours, weekends spent sobbing on the sofa, I've become a beige bras, basic, oh, basic bitch like us. That's what she's become. Welcome um, to the club. Yeah, and not in a good way. Is this normal or should we be making more of an effort? I think it's really, I think it's really, really normal. And I think it happens a lot. But you do, you do have to do, a, you do have to do more to keep the spark alive. There's no doubt about it. It's completely natural that when you first meet, you're in the honeymoon phase, you're having the best time, you put in all the effort like I don't know about you girls but I was on all the nice underwear I'm so sorry mum and dad who's got to listen to this and you just do you go to way more of an effort and then after you've been together for a while especially I don't know if I can't remember if she said how long that they've been together for but you've been together for a really long time you're just not going to go to that same effort you know each other you don't need to however I think that's when it can easily turn into just friends, when there's no spark, when you're great friends, you're so comfortable with each other. But if you're not making the effort to like go on a date night and it doesn't have to be expensive, it could even be, right, I'm going to cook dinner for you tonight and we're going to look a little bit nicer. Let's put on something nice, put on some music or let's cook together. It's just it really is the small things that make the big difference in a scenario like this, I think. Totally hear that. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Elle. <laughs> I don't know if I could have summed it up any better. Do you know what I would say as well is when you get so comfortable with someone, it's such a lovely place to be, but yeah. 
you do need to for yourself I think even for yourself like I know that I certainly stopped wearing makeup because I was like oh I don't need to can't be bothered um but then when I did put makeup on I was like oh I feel like I'm going out I feel like we're doing something special and Nick and I like poor Nick I've actually not been there this year but um (laughs) we said like we need to date each other again like when I get back we've we've got all these lovely things planned mainly because I haven't been there that much but we were like no we're gonna have one day a month where we actually go and do something a little bit more special than normal uh, just to make the effort with each other I mean it's not an issue at the minute but well it can because it's it's easy it's really easy to or not become an issue but to sink into that comfortable yeah comfortableness I guess Yeah. yeah there's nothing worse I don't think girls is there like you get to a point in a relationship we're like oh okay yeah this is really comfortable and then all of a sudden you're like this is fucking boring what a boring <laughs> routine honestly it is so true yeah. we've all been there right you get into this boring routine you're indoors all you do is work sit indoors have some food blah 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 it's rubbish and it is the quickest way to end a relationship by making it just a cohabiting experience and nobody wants that that is not fun for anybody but also I mean I don't know about you girls I've definitely been in a relationship where I have been like right let's boost this and let's get out of this funk of like boring dull cohabiting with each other because we're getting is this is shit and I've noticed it and they've not and they've been like oh I just thought we were really comfortable like we don't have to do things all the time I mean I've never been with a posh person so I don't know why (laughs) honestly I don't know where they were from (laughs) not sure who that was yeah uh but no I've definitely been with somebody that that's that's not seen it and then I've been like oh I don't know about you guys but I'm quite adventurous in the sense that I like spontaneity and I like to go out and I like I don't want I don't want everything to be planned and and precise and like on Friday we're gonna go and have a beer and then that's it he's back the posh person's back he's back I don't know who he is I'm not sure who he is (laughs) God, I'm not sure I've even met this person. Anyway, I've been with someone before and they have been quite happy with it just being like a go to work, come home, chill. And then I was like, bing, alarm bells, wrong person, not with the right yeah. person. Like, But, you know, I, but that was only with me noticing that I was like, come on, let's let's spice this up a little bit. Let's go out. Let's do things. Let's date again, like you said, Steve. And then lo and behold, they were like, but I actually like the way we live. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, then we're just badly matched. And sometimes that's fine, but you can't force people to do things they don't want to do or be a certain way. So I I agree like with what you guys are saying, like maybe make some plans, make some date plans, go out, you know, remember why it is that you kind of fancied each other and make the effort with your appearance and, and doing something that you both want to enjoy. But also like if that doesn't quite work, maybe it's not just about that. Maybe it is about maybe, maybe it's just run its course and that's fine. But yeah. Do you know what I would say as well, though? One of the worst people to date are the ones that say, I just want to do what you want to do. Or you say, right, let's do something. (sighs) And they're like, what do you want to do? No, no, I I want you to come up with something. Come on, look alive. Look alive. You're happy to do anything. But like, where's your your drive in life? Where's the things that you want to do? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you plan it. You plan it. You tell me what we're having for dinner. You like, that's another, that's a whole other fucking issue, isn't it? Like them not being able to make any decisions or to like take the impetus to plan something themselves plan a dinner plan a date night 
do it. I'm really lucky. Michael was fantastic at that sort of stuff. He's great at being like, right, we're going out, we're doing all of this, we're doing that. And I, and I love a bloody activity. So it's right up my my street, right up my alley, I was about to say. Like, oh, <laughs> you was going to say that. <laughs> it's Might really have been spicy. at the end of the day night. <laughs> <laughs> it's really spicing up your life. But um, yeah, there's nothing worse than being with someone like, I don't really know. Should we have, I don't know, what do you want? What do you want to do? I don't yeah. fucking know. Plan something. Yeah. Take yeah. the fucking I've used all of my ideas already. Take the lead, yeah. you bastard. I'm You've sucked exactly all my energy same. out and now yeah. I'm literally on the floor. Come up with something. Yeah. So <laughs> true. Tom's exactly the same. He's really good at organising things. And obviously with like, um, like operations and recovery, God knows what, we have not done anything this year. And we was off together yesterday and his next day off is Tuesday. And we was out and about anyway. And it was like, right, I've decided next week, I've seen this like amazing set menu on Sushi Samba. Let's go. Like, let's just have a bit of a go out. We have a, I know. And like, we just decided. And hopefully I feel good and I feel well enough and all of those things. The thing is, right, I love being comfortable. I love getting in. I love having a nice dinner. I love we're into prison break at the moment. I've watched it three times already. It's just the best. I love it. I genuinely look forward to it but I also miss feeling it's like what you said Steve like feeling good about myself Tom gets back at what eight nine at night I've already taken off my makeup I've already had a bath I've already done all those things I feel like I just look like a slob all the time I'm so excited to wear something that isn't a tracksuit to put some makeup on and then I'll be buzzing to come home and I was gonna say take it all off not to do anything <laughs> mildly spicy take it all off and get into my tracksuit again but I'm just excited to do something different so mm. I think that I, I totally I'm with with like echoing what we've all said like you've got to make the effort and if he's just someone that isn't really into it then yeah it might be rethinking things because mm. you're gonna be bored Mm-hmm. oh michael's mum bought us this really great thing it's the uh, the couple's adventure book and oh. i don't know where she bought it from but it's great and 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 he bought me a um a polaroid you know the the ones that print off the whatever they're called like instax or that's it instax yeah. and basically what you do is it's like this book and you choose like how much you want to spend and there's options in there and stuff and you basically like kind of stop on one like you pick an adventure and then you have to scratch it off with a little coin and it tells you what your adventure is and it's like all these little tasks that you have to do and you could do that some of them that are like cheap some of them will tell you like this costs nothing or this costs a little bit more or this one you can buy shopping and do it at home um I, like I say that we, we we haven't done any of that them is yet. Such a good oh. idea. We haven't done any Wait, of what? them yet, but it's it's great and it has a little square that you can put your Instax picture on to say that you've done it. Like, oh but that's God. if you're somebody that struggles for ideas, there's a little option there. There's loads of different I things. If you know on design my night or like have a look on different website gives you great dating ideas and there's so much to do in London that way if you're London based obviously but even city based there's so many immersive experiences and stuff like that if you're an activities kind of person even like fucking pottery we've done pottery with the pub all of us for our Christmas thing we've done some pottery just down the road from where the pub is it was so much fun it was bring your own booze as well so you could bring a bottle of beer or whatever you wanted and uh there's like there's loads of options so if you're stuck for ideas have a little look on insta there's loads of different companies that that will be able to give you a couple of ideas um but yeah let's let's hope it is just maybe a little bit of a lax and also girls you just get tired life is fucking long isn't it yeah yeah 
so long, especially if you're like saving for something or if you've got kids, like you can't justify spending that money or you're exhausted because you've got kids or like whatever. But I think you've just got to make time to for yourself, for your relationship and put the spark back in it. I think sometimes it can be the fault of it can be more effort than actually doing it. So, uh, yeah. yeah, just go for it. Have fun. Mm. Enjoy it. There you go. Spice up your life. What's our next dilemma, girls? Ladies, my man has a fantastic opportunity to work abroad for 18 months. I'm incredibly proud of him and he deserves this more than anyone. Obviously, I'm going to miss him terribly, but I know we'll make this work. Our biggest challenge will be missing each other. Any tips on how we can stay close even though we're far apart? Oh, mm, Girls, I, I do mean, not feel qualified to answer this one. You two, I feel like I've got the got, Jesus got this Christ. down. Poor Nick has been single for like the last five months. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Nick. You obviously are not single, but I tell you what, it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. It's really, really hard. And all I will say is you've just got to make time for each other. And that is almost impossible sometimes because of time difference. I don't know. You didn't say where he's going, um, but time difference makes it incredibly hard. Yeah. But I think you've just got to keep communicating with that person. Um, even like Nick and I always try and do like a good morning, good night text. So even though he's waking up and it's three o'clock in the afternoon for me, he's already got a message from me. When I wake up in the morning, it's like I've got a message from him, even though I've been asleep for like six hours or whatever. So yeah, it is hard. And yeah, I, I'd just say communicate. You have to yeah. communicate. But it's oh. also hard though, because well, with Tom, not so much. I mean, I've still traveled whilst I've been with Tom, but especially in previous relationships when I was doing like 32 trips a year all over the place, like all different time zones, because communicating is 100% key. But then also when you're working, like you really have to be respectful of each other's work and say you're the person that is away that person can't like I used to get quite a lot of messages and like when can you talk and it was so stressful for me because I'd be like I literally can't talk I'm working I'm really busy and they'd be quite demanding of my time almost and you just I think that communicating is so important but you also have to just figure out you almost, I don't want to say like figure out the least amount that you can speak, but like Stevie said, have that morning and night thing, but you, you've just got to know that you can't talk all day. Like you may be used to, because that person is in another country. They're in a totally different job. They're starting afresh. Like it's, it's really, really difficult. And you've got to give people leeway because again, especially with time zones, like people aren't ready to talk to you at your beck and call. It is communicating. I think in terms of spicing things up, You've got to get on the old videos, haven't you? Let's be honest, because, well, you have to, you have to, because otherwise, what are you going to do? Get the old FaceTime on, get yourself a nice little outfit. Oh, do you know what? Actually, I just remembered, I'm like really pointy, like my hands are very um, expressive today. Not not because of the (laughs) conversation that I'm having, by the way. I've just remembered a friend of mine was talking about when he was dating in lockdown. And one of the things that he did with um, this girl was they just, they basically just like cooked the same meal together. So they got a recipe. They'd obviously gone and got the ingredients. They cooked a meal. They sat and like spoke to each other over dinner. So it was basically like having a date, but just not being there. And I think doing little things like that 
is going to be quite nice if you're on a similar time zone, obviously. Um, I don't feel like I'm, I've really given you any great advice there because that's honestly, such a great thing. Oh my God, cooking a meal together. That is fantastic. I'd never even thought cute. of that. Actually, do you know I what? Will... Like, me and Tom did that a lot in the vast majority of our relationship, actually. Like, thinking about, I mean, oh, girls, do you know we've nearly lived together for a year now? How quick has that gone? No. Oh, in July, it's been a year. The I... thing is, though, Elle, it, it feels like it's gone quick, but at the same time, I'm like, he's always lived with you. Yeah, and I, I know don't he's not always living with you. Yeah. It, I can't believe it was like God. less than a year ago that I was traveling to Norwich to be with him, like basically every week, every other week. But yeah, I think because we've done that long distance, obviously t- same time zone. So that was great. But you really just, for us, like we speak, like we'll have a FaceTime every single night. So even when he's super busy and absolutely knackered, even if it's 10 minutes, we'll FaceTime before bed and we'll speak. And obviously always a morning message and stuff like that. But yeah, spicing things up long distance, you've got to get the video going. And also, right, just not to be the opposite of spicy, but I think if he's moving abroad for 18 months, you really give it a go, right? But don't it gets to a point where I think sometimes people will try and try and try to make it work and then they just realize that it doesn't work you're not an unsupportive partner if you say do you know what I just can't be long distance for this amount of time there's no like there's nothing on you if you can't do that because at the end of the day as much as you've really got to be supportive for him he's made that decision to leave so it's not yep. on you to be that support and make it work it's on both of you and yep. I just think try not to put too much pressure on I'm not saying you're going to break up I'm sure it's going to be amazing but I think that 18 months is a really long time to be yeah. apart for. and I mean they do yeah. say absence makes the heart grow fonder and all of that but I mean unless you've got intervals where you plan on seeing him or he plans on coming back to you and and you make a physical connection during those 18 months I mean I don't think I I don't know if I could do it girls no in fact I know I couldn't I couldn't not physically see somebody at least once every few months if they were going to be away for that long it just wouldn't work for me I'm, I'm a I mean, we all are. We're all very tactile people. And I think as humans, we are. But unless I knew that there were like intervals where I'm like, okay, so I'm going to see you then or I'll see you in that couple of months or vice versa. I, what did they say? I think they said they said that they know that they're going to make it work. So I don't okay, think so it's any... not like they're not like a brand new relationship where actually they're like, well, this is not established enough for us to be like, ah, you know, like. No, no, no. I think you they're just don't very know. happy. They're well, very it, it okay. reads like you're not concerned about that. Yeah, because so I'm saying, like, interesting. That's right? worrying. Because I think it's interesting because I think when you're really happy, people are going to be annoyed at me for this, I think. I'm not, right, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have taken the job. That's not what I'm saying. But I do think that I know what I wanted in life changed when I become really happy in a relationship. Like for for example, I had always wanted to spend like six months in New York. That's always what I wanted to do. And now I'm with Tom. It's not that I don't want to spend six months in New York. I just would much prefer to not be away from him. I, I would choose being with him than being away from him for six months. That's just how I feel. I know I couldn't be away from him for that long because New York isn't important enough for me to enjoy it. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I I love his company more than I love New York. And I'm not saying that I'm I'm so here for going and traveling abroad and doing all these amazing things, especially if it's his dream job. I'm so here for that. 
I don't know. I'm playing devil's advocate, but maybe I don't need to. I just... I would come at it from a different angle, though. And, like, see, because well, a lot of what I had situation planned... is different, though, Steve. Yeah, because yours was all before you already already met Nick. Yeah. But now I'm thinking, if the opportunity came up now for me to go somewhere else, would I do it? And from a career perspective, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I wouldn't want to be away from him. It'd be a bigger decision to make and it'd be a bigger yeah. discussion I can see what you're saying but the, like the thing is oh yeah I, I, I don't so know I what wonder I why interesting yeah what the thing what has kept you here I'm interested or I say here what has made you not move with him yeah like I wonder if there's family yeah. ties or career ties or something for you um because I think a lot of people make that decision together and move together and I think this yeah. is where people like, I mean, this is the first time that I've been on tour where it's been like longer legs away uh, from London, you know, Coventry, Wolverhampton, Birmingham, stuff like that. And, you know, other, you know, actors do, they go on tour, they tour with shows around the UK, they tour to Europe and stuff like that, and they make it work. And it just made me think like, you can either make it work in the sense of like, you know, knowing that you want to come back to each other. But I think actually sometimes it does come down to it, doesn't it? Like that you're both at different points in your life where, you're having you're prioritizing different things at different times like you know people will say no like you say they'll I, I need to stay here like you're going away for 18 months I need to stay here because I have family ties or I have career ties or I have um children or whatever whatever it is that is keeping you from potentially not going with them not that you have to go with them either like I'm just saying that let's say for instance there was an opportunity for you to go and you go actually no I don't want to do that because my career is really taking off or my family is important and I need to stick around them for the next few months and sometimes you are just in different places. Like someone can be really career focused and the other person can be really family orientated. And it just means that you can either make it work, but you also sometimes just have to accept, okay, we just we just want different things right now. That's okay. You don't need to feel guilty for that. They don't need to feel shit that they've taken this opportunity. You don't need to feel shit yeah. that you've decided not to jump on that bandwagon and and take a chance with them and sacrifice whatever it is that you've been building. And I think I think that's I think that's naturally where a lot of relationships do split. I think because people, whether it's about moving abroad or just being in the same city, but being focused on different things. You know, I know I know a few people that have split up with partners because their partners are like, "Right, I'm ready for kids. Let's do this." And they're like, "No." Just people in general, and it's no, there's no sex. I know, I know male friends that have done that, and female friends that have done that, been like, they want kids, and I don't. Not right now. I've got I've got too much going on, or they aren't ready to settle down, and I, I I want to start having kids in the next year, and and they're focused on their career and building and, and going out and and partying, and it's just split people up, you know. But it's just about being true to yourself, isn't it? Really, it's one of those age old sayings. If if it was meant, oh god, there we if go. It's if it's meant to be, be, it's meant to be. It'll be yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you've got sometimes you've got to let people fly, and if they come back to you, wonderful. And if they don't. You know, it just never was meant to be. But I think coming back to the question, we are yep. saying good luck to the Peria. It's going to be difficult. Communicate. Get yourself an outfit. Get on webcam. Be flexible. Be understanding. It works both ways. Uh, do you know what I meant? Be flexible in terms of like timings, not be flexible. I love that. Send a pair of underwear oh, in the post. God. There you go. And can I just say as well, it doesn't have to be 18 months without seeing them. Like 
Nick is coming out in two days' time, and I'm so bloody happy. And we've got so much planned that I I literally can't wait. So even though you're apart from each other, when you do see each other, it will be so worth it. Like you can go and have some fun, make up for lost time. So yeah. All right, well done, ladies. Let's go on to our game. This week it is Stevie versus Jade. Okay, here we go. We have got finish that phrase. It is the game show. Game show? Ugh. It is the podcast. Oh, my God, I wish it was a game show. We might get prizes. I wish prizes. it was a game show. Oh, my God, my dream to host a game show. Yeah, this is finish that phrase for any new listeners. This is our current segment game uh, where we each go head to head with each other. This week it is me, Jade, versus Stevie. Um, and Ellie's going to find a phrase and a line. It could be from a movie. It could be from a book, a TV show, um, a song lyric. The aim of the game is she's going to read it out as deadpan as she likes. We need to... Put our hands up. Whoever puts their hand up first gets the opportunity to win two points. The first point is for naming where the phrase is from. Uh, that could be artist, TV show, like I say, whatever. So you get one point for naming where the phrase is from, and they get a bonus point, so a second point, if they can finish that phrase. Uh, shamefully, I am I am slacking in this game. I am not very good. I currently stand, <laughs> the leaderboard stands as this, Stevie with 10 points, Ellie with 8 points, me with a pitiful 4. So uh, I am desperate to win some points this week, but Stevie is reigning champion. She's so good at this game. I don't know how Ellie's caught me, though. I'm not happy about this. Oh, but can you be bothered to go back through the episodes and listen to it? Definitely not. Oh, God. Jade, you could have given yourself an extra two and no one would have known. You absolutely could have. That is not honest. I would never do that. (laughs) Next week, she's going to read it out and be like, and Jade's on 18. 16 points. (laughs) Oh, look at that. Okay, Elle, have you got something for us? I have indeed. Okay, so this is a poem from a film. Oh, Jesus. Stevie looks terrified. I'd be surprised if you don't know it, but you might have to listen to it for a while. Are you ready? Yes. I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut. Uh, No, I don't. That That was me. That was me. And that, I can never remember the lady's name, but it's from 10 Things I Hate About You by, and she's telling it to Heath Ledger in the middle of her class. And she says, Sorry, could you repeat the first line that you said? Because I don't know if you started from the first. No. First, I don't know if you started from the first verse. Yeah, or no, like... I, I started from the bulk of it. But I think if you can get any other line in the poem, then you get it. So the first line, I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. But most can you of remember all, the end of she, it? The ending is, but most of all, I hate the way I don't hate you at all. Yes. Well done. Yes. Also, I think the Wi-Fi is doing me dirty. Oh no! Honestly, for me, Jade was marginally before you. No, cheat! No, I'm only joking. (laughs) Love that. You know what the worst thing is? I think we see ourselves slightly before the other people see us because when I went first last time, I I was I was like so much quicker than Jade, but actually it looked even from for you. So anyway, well done, Jade. Well Thank done, you Jade. Very much. That is a fucking She's great movie. Back. So that good. is a great movie. It was actually on one of the planes that I was on and I was like, oh, do I watch this? Proper nostalgic. 
Yeah, so it's fucking nostalgic. it's such a good movie. Well, that's brought us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send us over any dilemmas that you've got to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Also, head over to our TikTok, that's longstoryshortpod, to see what we've been up to. If you have enjoyed the episode, please do give us a little five-star review. Send it over to any friends or family that you think might enjoy it. It really does help to boost uh, our ratings and for new audiences to listen to the podcast. We will be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye.